Today's episode is in partnership with California Love K-Pop Dreaming. How did K-Pop transcend continents to become the global sensation it is today? Host Vivian Yoon shares the history of how the genre came to dominate the charts and explores her own story of what it means to be a Korean American today. Listen to California Love K-Pop Dreaming from LAS Studios wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you, Ashley, and hello. Welcome back to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture one obsession at a time. My name is Nathan, and I'm your host. Hey, everyone. I'm Ashley, and today, uh, 628 SM, <laughs> 15 hours ago, so maybe this was yesterday, I don't know, in Korea, they announced two new members for NCT Japan, uh, and their names are Yushi and Sion. Hmm. So it continues. Yeah. Flip I back mean, two episodes if you want to hear the full lowdown of it. We were, we covered it two episodes ago. Yeah. I just, this is my theory. I think that they used Sungchan and Shitaro to make NCT Japan famous. And now that they're famous, they're moving them to another group to help gain popularity for that new random non-NCT boy group. I don't know if that works, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm pissed about it, but whatever. Okay, moving on. <laughs> okay, moving on. We have a special guest. Not only is Shadow's but also Casey's back as a result. So Casey, did you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Casey. For our new listeners, I am one of the original members of Idol Talk. I did... Last year. <laughs> yes, but I think it was a good move because Gabe is such a great addition to the pod as a series regular and I don't regret the benefit to the pod that resulted of my move. But I, as always, come back when some ult of mine comes back. I came back when Taemin got released and then I came back. I released like he's like out of prison. But kind of <laughs> and then of course Shiny's back. So I'm back and with another crazy life update for our OG listeners who care about my life. I am pregnant with a baby wall. Conceived. Baby wall. <laughs> yes, this baby was conceived after Taemin got out of the military. We met up where stronger than ever um and then it's gonna be born hopefully around minnow's birthday goodness gracious uh, you know just actually my, yeah the actual due date they gave me was december 18 and i was like oh we're not gonna do that we're gonna try to expel it a little bit earlier <laughs> <laughs> so you hit the birthday yes i'm aiming for the birthday all right we're so happy to have casey back and if you already didn't know, we're doing a special dedication episode because I will say that a billion times to take advantage because <laughs> this doesn't always happen. Um, I'm really excited. Um, they're coming back with a lot of stuff and we're just going to round up some of their early comeback activities. And it started, well, technically their first release back in June. Um, earlier in June was not a technically a pre-release or a comeback but they framed it as a 15th anniversary release mm -hmm. and they released a song called the feeling it is also on their their eighth full-length album which we will soon talk about but the feeling was uh released as a song dedicated or as kind of like a homage 
to the precious people or the fans that were with them in the past, are with them in the future, and also will be, or are here in the present and also will be with them in the future. So it's a very shawl centered song they're mm-hmm. really dedicating this to people that have really been there before that have families now <laughs> people that um you know are currently still really invested in their in their activities and then also hopefully people that will soon be with them who hear about them later on in the in their k-pop journey right so the song is I actually everything that shiny releases to me is incredibly emotional and this one (laughs) that's just what they're there to me um but this one in particular especially because this was a 15th anniversary like where was I 15 years ago like I was in junior high when they debuted prepubescent I don't understand like yeah, I Crazy. was in the Philippines. I was a teenager. <laughs> right. Oh yes. God. Right. So they've had a really illustrious career since. Um, the song itself also conveys, I think, a lot of messaging that that is really applicable to their journey as a K-pop group. We know that they've been through a lot. Um, member changes, life changes, a lot of different things. So this song apart from it being dedicated to the fans is really trying to convey like an emotional message that centers like a desire for freedom from burden and an eventual pursuit for heartfelt emotion right so at one point or throughout the song they'll say um I want to feel it I want to feel again Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. I can't help but link everything that shiny does back to Jonghyun to be quite honest same so, I mean, I think that that's normal and natural. So yeah. I think that they're really trying to celebrate his life at the same time, celebrating Shiny's life, and then also to celebrate the fans. Um, but also at the same time, like really try to paint it in a celebratory, positively emotional feel. The song, yes. it's, yeah, I don't know. Like the song itself, while it conveys like a pretty, in my opinion, deep message is really beautiful light and fresh perfect Mm -hmm. for June Mm -hmm. um so I was super hyped when this song came out and this was the first song that came out since Taemin got back uh from the military as a full group so I was super excited I think this song went on my repeats right away yes um super consumable and I really enjoyed it um what did you all think about the song here no I agree with you everything they release makes me emotional (laughs) I my my note says the music video made me cry I have no explanation just (laughs) no like it's not it's not sad but I'm crying sad it's not sad at all yeah you're just so happy that they're back yeah and I am happy I think it's because they have that that tone of like no matter what they've been through and they've had this like illustrious long career if you look at other groups of their generation they've got longevity and they've got staying power they Mm -hmm. continue to have relevancy despite everything that they've been through as a group 
but the tone of the song is so uplifting it's right. so forward facing and like hopeful mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i use the word youthful for them being in their like 30s 30s well actually didn't people uh, as of also today the korean age system changed so they all oh, got a year back God. <laughs> oh that's great oh great i barely yeah learned, i barely remembered the old way but thanks i to never that. learned the old way and <sighs> it was always confusing and now i'm glad it's gone no, sorry sidetrack casey <laughs> well, go ahead well Taman and i are the same age we're a month apart so i just knew like now as you as, are truly the same age. Like, now we're truly the same age, yes. Right. But yeah, like we're we're in our thirties. They, <laughs> you know, uh, it's just crazy. I said that you know how we always have like, oh, this is spring bop. This is summer bop. This is a spring to summer transitory bop. Oh yes, yes, I hundred percent agree with you. It's not like beach vibes, but it's trying no. to get us there. Yeah, but it's not a true spring bop either. Correct. No. Yeah. It definitely is way more uh like dancey than a mm -hmm. than a spring bop. Like it's it's more like party, but it's yeah. still uplifting like spring. Right. And yes. the colors are it's like mostly white because they have the sky like really yeah. white and then they have the confetti. So it's still spring colors, but they're like dancing around as though they're at a summer party. Right. Mm -hmm. It's and there's fun. not as many flowers as feel my rhythm. So it can't be spring. Can't be yeah. spring. I'm just trying to push <laughs> us out of that. Yeah. That big trash cat <laughs> trash bag filled with confetti that was floating in the sky in the music video. I was like, at first I was like, is this like talking about our littering? I know. Problem? Is it, does the, it have an environmental <laughs> Yeah, is message? the message here environmental? <laughs> and then like it burst with all the confetti and I was like they could have done that better I think instead of shoving it into a clear plastic bag in the sky it could have been like a little bit more symbolic right. because I thought we were going in an environmental project protection direction but right yeah that was my only critique however styling wise <laughs> I really liked it I think at first I thought they were in skirts Taemin and I think it was Minho yeah I feel like they but were... I think it was a score I think it was just like a very pleated flared shorts oh I couldn't really tell so someone correct me if I'm wrong but yeah I, it looks like a skirt right I like it though yeah, yeah. I've been saying there's a hole of androgyny right that Taman right. left in the industry right. and I'm happy to see that he's back and he's like all right let's get it let's do it put something on mm -hmm. me and yes I'll, and I'll kill it um there's also I yeah I really liked also in the music video that they were just having fun mm -hmm. um like playing ping pong but not playing ping pong like kids like just yeah hitting the ball at each other um I thought that was really fun and I thought this was a really great start to their series of comeback activities apart mm -hmm. from the feeling they also released as part of their huge, you know, June activities list, a full album. And Casey's going to um, overview their latest title track and their latest album. So taking a hard pivot from the feelings that you get from the feeling, 
we're going to get into the title track hard. And I know that these types of like title tracks and releases can be a little bit contentious in Mm -hmm. the community, but I will say I really liked it. There's so this is their eighth studio album. They have been making music for a long time. Shiny as a concept of a group doesn't really have a niche that you can really pigeonhole them into they kind of do it all and if you think about early shiny you know the cringe rap is part of their whole vibe they've done it not that i'm yeah Yeah. they've done it so not not that i'm saying that uh hard has cringe rap but i'm saying people who say that it's not shiny i think need to refamiliarize themselves with who shiny is they do it all Piano riff intro of Hard, I think it's kind of similar to the way I felt when Feel My Rhythm came out with the violin, where it's like a very unexpected um, instrument. I'm not, you know, prepared to hear in a song. Um, I really like that in the stages, Taman starts that piano riff to get the- yeah. he's actually playing and it's like the talent um the spoken word hook uh of the song is extremely fourth generation boy group as yeah, it is it really is and it just shows that shiny can do it like they're i'm not gonna okay they're i was gonna say they're ancient and they're, they're still able to carry <laughs> with current trends. they're veterans they're veterans yes that's a more appropriate one um, I just have three notes on the music video and then I'll open up the floor. I love the Sailor Moon transformation-esque animation that they uh, were doing. You know, they they kind of it was like a white fill of their out of their silhouette. And I was mm. like, why are they having a Sailor Moon transformation right now? <laughs> um, loved the Taman blonde hair and extensions. The extensions were like scraggly and ratty looking, and I really liked it. It made them look very like grungy and and like sweaty a little I liked it (laughs) and then my critique which isn't really a critique more like an unfortunate consequence I'm sad that the ending shot was just three Mm -hmm. and I know that it's not anyone's fault because Onyu did they had like filmed half of it and then Onyu had to like step away for his health but I still wish they had just chosen something else with the four. That makes total, I, I agree with you on that one. Like they shouldn't have ended with the scene, they should have ended with the scenes that they filmed together. Like one of the scenes that they filmed together. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's not something that they planned preemptively, but Correct. surely there was something. Yeah. Yeah. Can no we idea. just address that? Can we talk about Onu's health? Because yeah, we, that we was like- we can talk like... about what we know. Which yeah. is not much, quite frankly. Yeah, you what do nothing. we what what has been announced really? Because it was it watching the music video, it was I mean, I have thoughts about like the artistry, the music video, whatever, but like what was very apparent was how thin he is. Right. And like, you know, it's this kind is kind of uncomfortably that, thin. Right. This is too. something that people are talking about. And of course, people notice. Like mm-hmm. you'd be living under a rock if you didn't notice anything was different. Um what was released up so 
I don't know, Casey, feel free to jump into um, what was released from SM or, you know, from official communications was that he is going through health issues and that he decided that it would be best to step away even during this mm-hmm. time that he wanted to be mm-hmm. there. From promotions, from the concert. From the whole concert. Yeah, from you know. everything. Right. And so you can't help but feel concerned. Like right. it's shiny this, has it's, yeah. Yeah. Shiny has gone from boys. They were boys when they started. And you know when you're, you know, a teenager, you're thin. Shiny has gone through a lot of dieting because there's a diet culture that comes with comebacks for idols. Throughout that, he's kind of, he's always kind of maintained a certain mm-hmm. like level and also like a look to his face that we've all kind of been accustomed to. So when I did start to notice the difference, I was a little alarmed. Right. And you know, people are speculating different things. And we're not saying what I don't know. I don't want to like we're say, not medical like, doctors. definitively yeah, yeah right. we are not going to diagnose this man like we can't say anything people are saying oh it's just from yoga I don't know uh, that yoga can do that people are saying he got the trendy buccal fat removal from the cheeks that western celebrities are doing we don't know someone I mean I don't want to say I'm not going to say the worst but like very bad health issues people are also discussing right and we just we don't know we don't know Um, anything and I think that makes it worse because it opens the floor for all this speculation right right yeah but it's also like what are we entitled to yeah it could be the case that owners aren't ready to let the public know like what he's going through Mm -hmm. um but I think it's safe to say that it is something concerning and something serious enough to keep him away because I mean I just feel terrible because I know he wants to be there yeah yeah like he I mean, wants to be there bad like we've seen idols who have injury and they'll like sit somewhere on the stage and still like perform or right. they'll still do like minor really yeah. easy promotions so the fact that they're four again and he can't participate is a little scary but I'm glad that they recognize that he needed mm-hmm. to step away mm-hmm. and that he's taking this time for his health. Right. And I hope that he's okay. Yeah. And I yes. send him my best wishes. Yes. Yes. Fighting. Yes. Fighting. With that in mind, it kind of made me think, right? It's like, okay, Shiny is five, but they are down to three physical members on the stage during this right? comeback. And they're still holding down the fort here. They are. They and are. I think it just also, like, I think Jungin is looking down and being like, "That's my, those are my boys and they could take it. Mm-hmm. Um, they could do it. I mean, they're all aces in terms of dance, rap, and singing. Um, it shows I guess their skill. Shows their skill. I think... Um, if we can discuss a little bit of the elephant in the room with the song, right? About how, you know, somewhat polarizing it is. I think that it is polarizing. I think that a lot of boy groups, even groups like Shiny, are pressured 
to stay with trends in the current K-pop generation, which is, this is what boy groups do. Even outside of SM, this is the type of release that you would hear. So I think it's actually more of a risk not to do something like this. So so for me, actually, when I heard hard, I was like, oh, it's definitely going to be like a hard hitting release. And when yeah. you see the concept photos, you're like, oh yeah, they're gonna go a little wi- a little wild in. Mm-hmm. They probably went one standard deviation apart from Don't Call Me, which, like Casey said, like if you dig really deep into the discography, fits in, but also is, you know, not maybe not the majority of something that they've done, yeah. right? To me, this sounded just like a continuation of Don't Call Me. Like with the with the piano, with a little mm-hmm. bit more hard-hitting rap, um, a little bit less vocal, right? Um, and I accept that if you're not one of the outlier groups, BTS, Blackpink, right, that have a huge swath of fans, like outside of Korea, that are going to carry you, like, you really have to work hard to stay in. Like, even harder to stay in. And, and like, 15 years later, right? So, mm-hmm. I get it. Is it my favorite? Probably not. No, like, no. I am. <laughs> is it my favorite? Yeah, no, right? I'll be honest. But that's just, like, K-pop Generation 2 doesn't look the same thing as K-pop Generation 4 or 5. Mm-hmm. Right. What what do you say to the people who would argue that with Shiny's career, they don't need to pander to current trends? That's a great point. And so shouldn't be doing this type of song. That's a great question. Right? Yeah, that's a great right? question. Um I say that if they want that's a good question. Casey got to get these dumped here. But, you know, what I would say is I would just redirect them back to the feeling because that's also- That should have been the title track. Well, that's just what I see as, yeah, as that part of Shiny that is really, really consistent. Mm -hmm. Like that for me is the, even though there's not one genre that boxes them in, I feel like that is the type of music that really defines them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like- they, when I think of Shiny, I think of like EDM dance track. I think mm-hmm. of re, not replay. I think of view. View. Right. View. I was like doing the choreo. Do you do the, <laughs> do you like it? Uh, we yeah. don't, we don't sing the lyrics to remember. We do the choreo. Well, now that we have video, like they can see Ashley doing choreo. Yeah. So I think of view and I think of the feeling. And when, you yeah. know, as you guys were talking, I feel like I should have expected hard more than I did because this is what SM does, you know, like they release a good, like either an A side or a B side that is good. And then another one that's polizing. So I should have expected it. I don't know why I was so shocked. Like this song is Well, you better get ready because (laughs) Dream is coming probably with the polarizing and EXO is probably coming back with the polarizing. Turn on the garbage disposal. (laughs) I'm ready. Yeah. But this song, I mean, I understand that they're trying to like 
hop on the trend and uh, do what other fourth generation groups are doing, whatever. But overall, I think this song is not good. Bad, 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 bad. Okay. <laughs> we welcome that opinion. We welcome we that opinion. I'm not saying she can't share her opinion. I'm just saying. You yeah. I think that it's different. Could have stopped at the second bad. True. I think that it's different. Um, but again, I think that to the people that, you know, well, you know, a fourth generation person is probably not all that surprised about, like, probably not all that surprised about this. is probably what the sound they're expecting. Yeah, it's probably the sound that they're expecting. Um, we're seeing a very different pattern going on in the girl groups where they're resisting some of the boy group trends, um, and kind of releasing whatever, um, but I mean, as a boy group, they're kind of doing their, doing what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say that I would very, very much have more li- like liked more if they just went for the shiny, shiny sound. But again, I understand if it were yeah. if it wasn't shiny, like if you didn't know, and you also didn't have an ear for their vocals to pick it out. Would you like the song more? Well, no, I would probably like the song less. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. it was like so, released by like NCT. Yeah, I would probably yeah. like the song less. Um, but okay. that, but that's uh, that's a great that's, that's an interesting point. But that's also not how K-pop works in realistic terms because you get attached to groups and yeah. you follow yeah. them for what they do. That is what is special about K-pop is that we get to know them as people and we support them as people. Mm-hmm. Right. So um I don't know. If if you also look at the rest of the album, there's a lot more com there's a lot more fullness to it. There's a lot yes. more um it's a lot more comprehensive look yes. at what they can do. Right. So I don't know. They Ashley, really what- hit their stride. Right, right. What songs did you like from the rest of the album, Ashley? Yeah, so I obviously listened to the whole album because I was like there has to be something better than this and (laughs) I mean I like the feeling obviously and I what I really like is the the second half of the album the second half is really solid on yeah I was surprised that they didn't have like a ballad yes it's probably coming in some kind of repackage yeah I I was looking forward to that but they didn't have it I mean, they had slower songs, but not like a true right. like ballad. Um, from the first half of the album, I really like the song "Juice." Like, there's a line in there. What is the line that it's like? That's pretty much their B side. Is it? I would. Yeah, I see. I saw some like live performances of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so really like is... the lyric where they're like, I think you like me. I think you like me. <laughs> it's catchy. I think that, that part's fun. <laughs> so do you think they should have let in with that one? I feel like this song is more palatable than hard. hard. But you know why it's named hard, right? It's, I mean, no. like it's, so it's supposed to be like a reference to like a hard eight. Like, I feel like that's, What's a hard eight? Vernacular in... Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I... Yes. That's where. That's what mm-hmm. I read. 
Oh, that would make sense because the little eight in the because it's their eighth studio. Yeah, album. it's like oh, it's like you hit play. a hard eight or something. I don't. But what does that I mean? Think, I think I read somewhere that SM wanted Juice to be the title track, <gasps> and the members wanted Hard. I feel but I also saw unverified. that. Oh, it's not Pool. It's from Dice. So oh. a dice roll in the game of craps where both dice land on a four. So it's like, okay. it's that reference. Exactly. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about craps. I don't either, but that's what it kind of referred to. But I also heard the same thing, Casey, that actually they fought really hard to have hard as the title track, which is really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a bad song. I just think that, oh, that's interesting because they have so many other good songs on the album. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a very strong album. Yeah. I like all the tracks. I wouldn't say that I have a definitive ranking, but I will share my top three. And it's The Feeling, mm-hmm. Sweet Misery, mm. and Gravity. And Gravity mm. is more sentimental because it's clearly a John Hinn tribute there's a lot of lyric references to him so you know me gonna cry myself to sleep <laughs> the feeling also had an explicit Jonghyun reference where they listed all the members at the beginning and then they wrote and dot 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 so I was like okay this is when they're eight. running in the music video there's also like a space that they leave yeah. I don't there, know if that was intentional, but it's chock know. full of them. And you know what? Into it. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm reading into it, then so so be it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would not have noticed that. Like the dot 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 space for him. Yeah. No, this was like a dot dot dot, like in the captions. Yeah. So. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Ashley, which other? So do you like Juice? Did you like any other ones? Yeah. I love the feeling. And I also like uh sweet misery and gravity oh interesting y'all went for the slower ones yeah very rare for us to agree (laughs) yeah i mean the feeling is my number one and then i would say juice number two because it's just like fun and then the slower ones are better the Mm -hmm. the faster Mm -hmm. ones i don't know well it's interesting because i really liked Okay, the feeling is also my number one song on the album, like easily. But I really like Satellite and Identity also. Which Satellite are, is very good. Yeah, Satellite and I, Satellite was really good. Identity was really good. Um, and then, yes, of course, Sweet Misery was really, really mm, sweet also. Mm-hmm. So, yes. like overall, when you look at this as an entire album, I think it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Like very solid. Um I think I enjoyed this album more fully, like relative to Don't Call Me, but I also really like Don't Call Me and Shiny is the the group, the K-pop group of my life. So I will yeah. not have Maybe much negative things to say about them. We're a little biased. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. Um, okay, what uh Casey, can you give us a lowdown on other things that they've been doing um besides the album or to promote their album? Yes. I mean, they're doing a shit ton of stuff as you do when you're coming back especially a comeback of this type of magnitude yeah magnitude i will say i did see some complaints that sm is not 
having them do as much but i honestly want us to be realistic they are down a member yeah they're three so i think and they got their big stadium for the for the for the fan meet and the concert so yes so i want to talk about two things that they've done for as comeback activities first off is this concert shiny world six six perfect illumination what a beautiful name. Can I just say? <laughs> perfect illumination. Perfect and title. They, they indeed were perfect. So this was at the K I don't know how to KSPO Dome. KSPO, yeah. I don't know. June, I was gonna say January, June 25th. So literally just a few days ago. I'm gonna read off the set list. They open with chemistry very hmm. very uh choice a choice i did not expect then they had dream girl heart attack like it atlantis sweet misery code good evening juliet why so serious sherlock hmm. don't call me body rhythm juice identity everybody view the feeling married to the music replay love like oxygen Aside, Lucifer, Kind, Celine, an ODU, an Encore, Hard, Hitchhiking, Runaway, and they close with The Feeling. Hmm. I have a few notes. It's a huge set list. That is a huge set list. How and many songs was that total? Down a member. I, I was like, I don't have a, like 20 I don't plus. Have yeah, that's wow. a lot. It's a lot. They are three at yeah. this concert. Most of these songs have high energy yeah. choreo. Yeah. Yeah. And half of these songs have vocals of five members. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say I was extremely impressed by all of their stamina. I'm impressed by their vocal range because they took turns covering Onu yeah. and Jonghyun's parts. Wow. Which is extremely difficult. Onyu is like the vocal yeah. powerhouse of SM. I would argue the industry of the industry. Yeah, and you and Jonghyun's vocals are no easy feat to cover as well. They had Mino doing some of his vocals, and I was like, I saw. I was like, <laughs> like, but he can. I, it works. He can. He's working he can, hard. And it works. He's working hard. He is. He's working so hard and he I just want to literally working so hard. I right? will give him his flowers because he really delivered. Um I briefly became a Minho bias. Um <laughs> there were there were three distinct moments for me that really had me like forgetting that Taman was there, which is hard. That's hard <laughs> to do. First off, body rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're coming out. They're walking to the song, right? And then Key does like a body roll, and you think, oh, like oh yeah, Key body okay, roll. We're getting whatever. into it here, yeah. Minho's in this like camo jacket. He's all covered up, and then he takes off the camo jacket, <laughs> revealing a crop top oh. with a harness. Yeah, and he's so buff. He's so buff, you guys. He put the body. I wrote this though. Minho put the body in body rhythm. <laughs> he, I mean He's, he did he does bring it he brought it and like there's like a lot of like hip shaking and I'm just like mesmerized the whole time 
there's another moment in the concert where Taemin like stands behind Mino and he's like pulling Mino's shirt up to reveal his like abs and up to his chest and the whole time Minho's like flexing he's like doing like bodybuilder poses I love that and I'm just so stressed out because it's like (laughs) did someone oil his biceps because why are they so shiny is he just sweaty perfect illumination yeah and then the last the last item that made me a Minho bias was He's doing Jonghyun's parts. Yeah. And he's like looking up at the sky or he'll be like waving up at the sky. Aww. And you're just like an emotionally like, available man. He why is he the most perfect man? <laughs> <laughs> That's really <laughs> sweet. Yeah. And, oh god. He I, he was by far the most emotional on the stage. Like no yeah. crying that I saw but like in reference to what Casey's talking about, he does Jonghyun's part in view and he's just like looking up to the sky and just saying, I, I could only imagine so what's going, <laughs> I don't know what's going through his head. It's just, it's something so special. Mm-hmm. And like the look on his face was like, I don't know, like death is something that's difficult to overcome. Grief comes in waves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. especially a a death that's so traumatizing like this, but the look on his face was so peaceful and like so fond, you right. know, that you're just like, wow, he's really like made peace with it. Like he's clearly yeah. gone to therapy. He's healthy. He's happy. He's. It was amazing. I yeah. fell in love. love. Celebra- so celebration times. of life celebration yes, of life. it was it truly felt like that there's so many moments where they pay tribute in small ways and you feel the sadness you feel the melancholy but not here yeah it was yeah. very inspiring to see something that i also noticed from the concert is this is now apart from the set list apart from the stages because we already know those were amazing <laughs> something that i also saw on social media was were that um the Shaols brought their lyrics and in between the breaks or before the concert, they were just straight out singing songs. Like in unison, in unison with one another. I want to be there. They're so powerful. Like they have fans are so organized. Organized. Controlled. Organized. Yeah. The fan. Well-behaved. Disciplined. Very disciplined. disciplined. They just, they literally got Respectful. their, you know, lyrics out and they're just like singing like a choir. And I was like, <laughs> I want to be there. <laughs> I want to be there. It did sound like a choir, right? It was like, a choir. You could hear them in, during the performances, they are the background vocals. It was yeah. Shaols and Shiny yeah. on stage together. And I wouldn't be surprised the if they fuck? made a bigger effort to try to carry for the members that weren't there. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. So... Ah, the whole time I was watching, I was like, how the fuck do I be there? Uh, yeah, well, I, that's another, awesome. I know, it's like, you know how, like, people have, like, religious experiences in church and they're, like, ascending and shit? I feel like I would have that <laughs> if I was in the dome. One of their, yeah, in the dome with that audience. Yeah, just, with that audience in particular. Take me to there. My last note on the concert was I something I 
really liked that they did was that they had some dancer and band stages rather Mm. than like VCRs. And I think it really kept the energy up. Mm. And, you know, like sometimes when you're at a concert, there's like a lull because you're like, oh, it's just a VCR. Mm -hmm. Were they playing during the breaks? Yeah. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty revolutionary. That's cool that they had a live band because that doesn't happen often either. Right. I was very impressed. Yeah. For it being a a comeback concert, I was like, were you guys like, yeah. When did you train? When did you practice compensating for losing a member in the choreo? Um, Yeah. Casey, while you were mentioning the set list, they also did a lot of songs from Don't Call Me and the new album, which in all fairness and honesty, they are less familiar with. Yes. Which means that they had to practice a lot. Like, I'm pretty sure they could do everybody in their sleep. I'm pretty sure they could do uh, replay in their sleep. But they probably can't do, like, a chemistry in their sleep. Or they can't do a... Oh, well, not chemistry. What What are some of the others? Uh, even body rhythm. They probably had to practice that one. But it's I mean, not like... A lot of it turned out to just be, like, gyrating. So how hard <laughs> No, but you're but you're right. They did do a lot of songs off of their most recent albums. And it's that's what I'm saying is like, when did you train for this? Yeah. And also having to adjust to being down on you. Yeah. How did you unexpectedly? Unexpectedly. Like how it's just speaks to their professionalism. I mean, Mark has said that when he hears music, his body just moves like his body knows (laughs) the choreo and he just does it so they probably they're probably at that level you know they just like yeah yeah they learn it fast yeah i mean they're professionals right um minho's so buff okay i'm sorry but wow also shout out to taman's waist it came back it came back real fast it's like he's out there showing his little tummy. I was like, oh, this is what I missed. I think he was showing a little tummy too. Bra. He he <laughs> did. He did have a little bit of sliver of a tummy. And then at one point he was like teasing the audience. Like he was going to lift up his shirt to show his abs. But he lifted it up like a millimeter. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's pulling Minho's shirt up all the way to his chest. And he's touching his bicep like this. Yeah, he was touching. Yeah, well, they were all touching. They were both touching his bicep. I, I would be that. touching his bicep. His biceps are huge. He's so yeah, buff. I know. He's yeah. like not like he's not like crazy Wanho buff. He's right. like a good level buff. Wanho is too much. Yes. One BBs come for me. Yes, it's too much. I agree with that. It is a little. It is a little much. Um, their second comeback activity that I really liked was their road trip. So it's called Shiny's 15M Road Trip Comeback Show, JTBC. And it was um, today, the 28th, or I guess yesterday. This Is it going to be in a series, Casey? No, I think it was like a one-off. Oh, it's a one-off, so, okay. Yeah, so they pack, the three of them pack into a little camper and they head out on a little road trip. And oh, it's I like a literal that. and figurative memory lane. Um, it's funny because Taman packed like a big suitcase and he packed like a little briefcase and he was like, I'm not going to need a, a lot. And then they get there and Taman's like trying to get them to help him like pull it into the camper. And he is like s- 
so visibly annoyed that he brought like a full <laughs> suitcase and the camper is small it was like, like a little rv or something yeah it's like a little camper like car airstream kind of yeah. like roughly that size i would have thought that it would be swapped like he was gonna bring a lot of stuff and Taman wasn't no it was just like a cute little <laughs> briefcase and I thought it was so sweet. They open the door and they have two dolls of Jonghyun and Onyu wow. coming with them. I was like, that's so cute. So they start the road trip. They're just driving. They come to the shiny room and it's like decked out in tribute of their career. They have a ton of old merch, like some merch I've never even seen before, wow. like like a hat that you pull down and it's one of their faces over your face. Like Terrifying nightmare. It's like a mesh like cover Ew. over your face that is one of their faces. It's fucking nightmare fuel. And they have like um like screenshots of old correspondence that they've had with fans. And you could tell they still had these same personalities back then as they do <laughs> now. They had all their old albums. It was so nostalgic and so, like, sweet to see. I don't know who decorated that room, but they're a true shower. Um, They also watched videos of their old performances. Right, right. And then right. they did actual live performances. So they had a Sherlock stage with a live band, mm -hmm. which I didn't know I needed until now. <laughs> Love that. Uh, and then... Taman's end of day piano cover by the sea uh, just fucked me up. It's it's he had done a cover before he'd post on Instagram. Instagram, yeah, but that was like in his but home. That was yeah, that was just him, right? Wait, what is this show? So they're going to different locations and then they perform different songs. Yeah, they just went to like two locations, I think. So it was oh. like it's like they're hanging out, reminiscing, but they're also mixing it in with like performances that they're doing. Yeah. Oh, okay, so okay. the first the first location is like a building where they have like a shiny room. Then they go to this like seaside. It's got like a forest also. Sorry, I'm not familiar with like the terrain of South <laughs> Korea, but I was it's okay, surprised. Casey. I'm sure the listeners will forgive you for that one. Forgive me. Um, but that's where Taemin did his end of a day piano cover and like the fondness on key and minnow's faces as they're watching him do this uh, it's fucking my heart dude like kill me and then they yeah. end it with some stages of juice they do 10 times in suits and then they close with hard yeah and um I lot. think they're going to do a lot more. We're just starting with the music shows this week. I think we're yeah. going to see them on the fun Saturday show. Mm -hmm. We'll see some Taeyeon. I think interactions will be really fun because they have so yes. much history. Maybe Your we'll see besties. them on something else. But I think that this is a June yeah, is Shiny's month. We're yeah. brought to the current as of now with their activities. So right. but they're, they're really still this going. is early days. Yeah, this is going Okay, I have one more rapid round question for all of you, and then we'll close up. We're going to okay. end on a positive note. So if you are going to introduce a friend who has never listened to Shiny before, what would you? What stage would you show them or what song would you introduce them to? Who wants to go first? I mean, I'm 
I'm like a baby shower. I don't, I'm so surface level compared so did, to you guys. Then how did you, how did you, like, what was the, your hook in? View. View. Okay. View. And then also, I really like replay. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. Maybe, Replay is timeless. Yeah, it is. Timeless. Is that it's fair? Is that timeless. accurate to say? I mean, it's so. But yeah, it is era, accurate to say. It's like the it's most iconic so... debut song. Yeah, yeah, but it it's like of the era, and yet it still holds to yeah, this it day. Still holds. Yes. Um, what would I introduce? Oh, that's really hard. But I don't know. I. <sighs> View is a good one. It's hard for me because I I feel like I don't care to apply like appeal to people's yeah. personal taste. I'm just like, this is what I think is good. Yeah. Sometimes I'll try to cheap out by being like, look at this shirtless stage oh, that they oh, did. Oh. <laughs> That's what you mean. <laughs> but I think I would do Good evening. Oh, oh I really love Good, good Evening. This is from Good mm-hmm. Evening. Yeah. yeah. Really that's evening. a good That's a good one. Um I know that I always do that too when dance. we get to that part in the chair dance. Yeah, I'm that like, one's <laughs> really good. Um I think those are all great choices. Good evening is a more contemporary hit. You got view, you got replay. So I'll just jump in and say one of my hooks into Shiny was actually Everybody. I love that stage. It's so energetic. It's fun. It's fun. It was incredibly novel at that time. Mm -hmm. And it's a banger. So the choreo is hilarious. You're it's catchy. Can you say choreo is catchy? Yeah, yeah, it's catchy. Yeah. 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 Memorable. Memorable, memorable very energetic exciting dynamic mm-hmm. um so may- i'll i'll go for that one for today i don't know maybe i'll change tomorrow but also no, you know a i'm a one. sucker for shiny ballads yeah so if you look on youtube shiny ballads you'll see three hour playlists of them so mm-hmm. listeners and go they're, wild they're all hits yeah they're all hits so all right Thank you to our listeners for tuning into this episode. Let us know what you thought of the Shiny Comeback and the Shiny Album. We are on Instagram at Idle Talk Pod. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on all of our major podcast directories and streaming platforms. If you have any feedback or content requests, please feel free to email us at idletalkpod uh, at gmail.com. And then we also have our content directory, idletalkpod.uu.ai, where among other things, like our previous episodes, we also have our summer playlist, summer K-pop playlist. Um, So feel free to give that a listen. Let us know what we should add. And um, thank you again for listening. And until next time, we'll see you all later. Goodbye. Bye. Okay, bye. I'm Vivian Yoon. Listen to K-Pop Dreaming from Elias Studios. I grew up in Koreatown in the 90s, and my friends and I could not get enough of K-Pop. Do you remember SES? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So how did the music that only Korean and Korean Americans listen to become a global cultural force? And what role did LA and Koreatown play in K-Pop's rise? 
Kpop Dreaming. Listen wherever you get your podcast.